This film is lit, the podcast where we finally settle the score on one simple question. Is the book really better than the movie? I'm Brian, and I have a film degree, so I watch the movie, but don't read the book. And I'm Katie. I have an English degree, so I do things the right way and read the book before we watch the movie. So prepare to be wowed by our expertise and charm as we dissect all of your favorite film adaptations and decide if the silver screen or the written word did it better. So turn it up, settle in, and get ready for spoilers, because this film is lit. Pretty gruesome, huh? I've seen worse. It's beastly, and this film is lit. Hello and welcome back to This Film is Lit, the podcast where we talk about movies that are based on books. We have every single one of our segments and quite a bit to discuss on this beastly episode, so we're going to get right into it with Let Me Sum Up. Let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. If you have not read or watched Beastly, here is a brief summary sourced from Wikipedia for the film. Uh, we're not doing the movie or the book summary, uh, but yeah, this is the movie. Here we go. Kyle Kingston is the arrogant and vain son of news anchor Rob Kingston. Kyle bullies Kendra Hilferty, not knowing she is a witch. She transforms him into a bald, scarred, heavily tattooed shell of his former self. She warns Kyle that he will remain altered for the rest of his life unless he finds someone who loves him by the next spring. Well, exactly one year later. Kyle is taken to live in a private house with their maid Zola Davies and the blind tutor Will. Both are comforts to Kyle when his father, unable to deal with his transformation, abandons him. As spring nears, Kyle finds himself infatuated with Lindy Taylor, a former classmate who he had avoided. He rescues her drug-addicted father from two dealers, shooting one the other va- and while the other vows to kill Lindy. He does, Kyle does not shoot one. This is incorrect. That, that implies that Kyle shoots one when, in fact, the, the dad shoots it's one. The dad. <laughs> Kyle pursues Lindy's father uh, to allow her to, persuades Lindy's father to allow her to move in with him. At first, Kyle uses a false identity and ad- introduces himself as Hunter. He also refuses to see Lindy and hides from her, which angers her to the point that she stops speaking to him. Kyle eventually reveals his face and the two begin to warm up to each other. Kyle writes a letter professing his love for Lindy, but does not give it to her for fear of rejection. He visits Kendra to plead for more time, but she refuses, but agrees to restore Will's vision and grant green cards to Zola's three children in Jamaica if he gets Lindy to fall in love with him. The surviving drug dealer ends up in jail. Kyle and Lindy visit uh, Lindy's hospitalized father, who had OD'd. He gives her the letter. Kyle gives Lindy the letter, but regrets it when she tells him she can uh, this who wrote this it's written like her father gives her the anyways the letter which doesn't make sense um kyle gives her the letter but regrets it when she tells him that she considers him a good friend lindy calls him after reading the letter but a heartbroken kyle does not answer persuaded by will and zola kyle goes to meet lindy one last time before she leaves on a school trip to machu picchu kyle tells her to go but as she leaves lindy tells him that she loves him breaking the curse Kyle's former self is restored, but Lindy does not recognize him and tries to call Hunter, but Kyle's phone rings instead. When Lindy realizes what has happened, the two share a passionate kiss on the side of the street. As the curse is, is lifted, Will wakes up with the ability to see. He does not wake up. I don't know. He's just sitting at a table and can <laughs> see now, so I don't know what that means. 
Uh, Will regains the ability to see, and Zola receives the green cards. Kendra approaches Rob Kingston's office as a new intern, implying that she will test Rob like she did Kyle. Once again, Wikipedia's uh, movie summary um, leaves a bit to be leaves desired. a bit to be desired. It just it's it it almost feels like an AI summarized it, which bit. I don't think that's what it is. It's just that people it's misremembered details. Yes, I and I, and I assume it's one of those things where in these there's just not enough correct because Wikipedia, as a general rule, is a very reliable source yes. for a lot of information. For a lot of things. Uh, but I think with these, it's just a thing where nobody cares enough to like correct <laughs> these kind of details. Whereas like if yeah. you're looking for more, you know, important information, I think it would be <laughs> maybe also, more accurate. I do want to point out that I believe at the end of the book, we do see Will wake up with the okay. ability to see. So that might be confusion from that. Also, maybe there's a deleted scene or something yeah, maybe. in a different version where he's asleep. In the movie, we literally just see he's sitting at a table. We cut yeah. to him and he can now see. Yeah. So I don't, the waking up does not, again, translate to the version of the movie that we watch, but whatever. All right. That's your brief summary. We do have a guess who this week, which is the game show portion of our, of our podcast, where Katie is going to read the character descriptions and I'm going to guess who they are from the movie. Let's get into it now. Who are you? No one of consequence. I must know. Get used to disappointment. Okay. Okay, I hope you're ready for this one. Can't wait. <laughs> she was a fat chick. Okay. Dressed in the kind of flowing black clothes you usually only see on witches or terrorists. Okay. And her hair was green. Her eyes were light green. And her nose was long and hooked down. Ah, man, who could this possibly <laughs> be? I, I truly don't know. Can't make her skin green, so let's make everything else green, apparently. Uh, yeah, this would be the uh, Kendra the Witch. Yes. Yeah. The much, flowing much black to unpack clothes here. you usually only see on witches, witches or, or terrorists. terrorists. Yes. Such a strange choice mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. I would not. Flowing black clothes. I mean, clearly, when was this book written? It was published 2007, yeah. so, so 2005, this is, this 2006. Some, this uh, some, uh, yeah. This is a post-9-11 yeah. for sure. Because for I was like, I, like I, get, I, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, I could think the black clothing, like terrorists, like wearing dark clothing, sure. Like just a generic terrorist, you know, from yeah. a movie or whatever, wearing dark clothing, sure. But the flowing no, black this, clothes this is, is very much is we're clearly, talking about. Yes, like, we're talking about Middle Eastern. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, we were off Which is particularly it. funny because I don't think I, it's the women generally that wear the dark clothing. I, th I th This is a whole different bag of worms. Than <laughs> but like generally, I don't think men wear long black flowing robes. And, and, and if you're like if you're doing like the stereotype of like a Muslim terrorist from the early 2000s, I would not think long flowing black garments personally. Yeah, that's just a very weird. It's, it's yeah. I mean, when I th I think back to that time, I would think like flowing white. Yes, like if any, like it's just yeah. a very it's 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 just, so it's like layers of weird. It's just yeah. I don't even yeah. We were off to an auspicious start with she was a fat chick. Yes, and it just got worse from there. <laughs> okay, up next, 
atypical toned blackberry wired evian swigging fake blonde belly button pierced daughter of a ceo <laughs> i oh really God. wish I everyone feel, i feel I like I'm everyone could see your face teleported right now. back to last summer <laughs> yes this is, this is uh this this has uh el james yes, all over it i was trying it. to remember her for her actual name erica um, erica. erica is her name yes just uh, the string of, uh, of adjectives string of adjectives typical toned blackberry wired evian swigging fake blonde belly button pierced daughter of a ceo well this would have to be dakota johnson's character who is uh i can't remember her name, her name is sloan sloan yeah I would say this is Sloan. This is Sloan. Yeah, it has yeah. to be. I don't know who else it would be <laughs> based on our movie <laughs> characters. A sort of mousy looking girl with a red braid and freckles. Uh, So this could be Lindy, I guess. I'm trying to think who else it would be. Uh, There's not really any other women in the movie. Like other than like the maid who's this wouldn't fit, at least in the movie. I don't think. Uh, and she also says girl the maid is a middle-aged woman i don't think mm-hmm. they would call the maid a girl uh, or the not maid is she yeah she's a maid right mm-hmm. uh, i don't think they would call her a girl um and there's really not any other women in the movie i mean there are but not Fair. like not like main care you know not yeah. that we like see or talk to or care about so i would say this has to be lindy i guess it is this is the description of lindy there you go in the book yeah She's got red hair, of course. Yes. <laughs> and freckles. Naturally. This this is woof. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right, last one. The guy with her was a tall, late twenty. The guy with her was tall, late twenties, and major geeky. Major geeky. Yes. That Not is, majorly no, geeky. That is a direct quote. Major geeky. It is major geeky. Okay. And Google Docs is desperately trying to correct my grammar there. He had on baggy jeans, too baggy to be fitted, but not enough to be cool, and a blue button-down shirt. Again, what year is it? Okay, because 2000, assuming she wrote this in like 2005 or something, yeah. baggy jeans were not in. They were out already <sighs> by then, right? Am I correct? Like big baggy 2005 jeans. 2005... No, I mean, I feel like that was we post were, the Jenko, like, well, big... yeah, it was post Jenko for sure, but we were still like in a transitional period between like skinny jeans guess, and yeah. like the less fitted, like, cargo pants were still kind of in from the early 2000s. It was flares, yeah. I guess my thing is that not big enough to be cool. I don't know. It just doesn't strike me because, like, now that would make sense now to me, yes. or that would make sense in t- 1999 to me. It doesn't make sense in 2005, but I could be wrong. I'm not a fashion historian. I just that <laughs> doesn't strike me as big enough to be cool is not a pants description from 2006 that I think would be like a, I don't know, maybe it, maybe it missed the Midwest or something, or maybe I don't know, whatever. Uh, or I just don't know what I'm talking about. But um, I, I, this would have to be. I this is probably Neil Patrick Harris's character. I'm going to say this is Will. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know who else it could have been. I was like, I'm trying, I don't <laughs> think it could be anybody else. Look There's at you. A strikingly small number of characters in yes. this movie. Yes. <laughs> There's like six or something like that. Wow. Nailed it. That was, I mean, it wasn't hard to be fair. So, all right. I have 
a lot of questions. Let's get into them in Was That in the Book? Nicholas Flamel is the only known maker of the Philosopher's Stone. The what? Honestly, don't you two read? So the movie does not waste time getting into the plot, getting right into the narrative of what's going on. And I wanted to know if the book did it as quickly, because in the film, after like some very brief opening credits and like some kind of like music montage, we immediately jump in and Kyle is running for like we run in. We are like jump immediately in on his campaign, his stump speech for class president or whatever. Uh, and just like immediately moving and the movie will not slow down from there uh, <laughs> until much later kind of slows down in like the second slash third act a little but not really but i want to know if we jump so quickly like immediately into like the narrative I, I i don't know how to describe it it just felt so jarring yeah to go from like there was like no build up like I don't know what I was expecting, but I was expecting a little more like character introduction and time, like the classic, like, especially for like a a YA kind of thing where like we get to learn a little bit about who, like we see like Kyle getting ready for school and like a little bit of his interaction with his dad. And then we see like Lindy, I don't know. We just like immediately like, bam. And he's like, I'm popular and cool and (laughs) you all suck. And it's like immediate, like it's like (laughs) second one. And I was not prepared for such a quick, like, yeah intro and i wanted to know if that felt like it came from the book um i would say not really okay Uh, so the book actually has sections that are transcripts from a chat room oh so it's like ready player one sweet that's the thing in Ready Player One. Sure. Yeah. This chat room where Kyle talks to other people who have been transformed by curses. So he talks to other fairy tale so, characters. So we actually start. Is that how book. the book starts? Yeah, we start with a chat room transcript. Of that? Yes. So like so almost like jumping ahead. Yes. Okay. So he's he talks to the frog prince and the little mermaid. And the bear from Snow White and Rose Red, which is a a much deeper cut than anything else in this book. Yeah. So we start. um, And okay, on the on the chat room transcripts real quick, I get the idea and I wish I liked those segments more, but they were not something that I missed in the movie. When you say he talks to those people, are they like alternate version, alternate universe versions of those characters like like he is yes okay i just wanted to make sure he's not literally talking to like (laughs) ariel from the little mermaid he's talking to some girl who got turned who who was a i mean she is the little mermaid right but it's like set in a modern it's not some weird it's it's those characters within this universe where they're not yes okay okay that i'm just making sure yes yeah it's this movie's this story's version of those characters. Yes. He's not doing some weird thing where he's like literally talking to like the fairy tale version of those characters. It's it's within this universe. Yes. People who have yes, who are that for the okay. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. But like they are those Right. Like in the same way yes. that he's the in, beast. In the same way that he is the beast, yes. Beauty and the Beast. There's a, another girl who's the little mermaid right. of the little mermaid. Right. But it's yes, but it's not the Little Mermaid you're thinking of. It's what if the right. Little Mermaid was set in this universe and yes. was like a modern like two, a girl going to high school in 2005 or whatever. Sure. Yes, yeah. that's okay. Um, so I I wish 
I wish I liked this part more. Um, they were not something that I missed in the film. Okay. Uh, overall, pretty cringy and dated. <laughs> Sweet. I, I have to say. Um, so the book starts with one of these segments and they kind of recur throughout mm -hmm. the novel. It's not a it's not an awful like idea. It's not an awful idea. Again, yeah. I wish I liked it more. Yeah. Um so it starts with one of these and kind of teases the idea that he's been transformed. Right. Uh we don't know how or why yet and then we pop back right. to him at school okay. before the curse. Right. Um so he <laughs> I have so many thoughts on this. Yeah. He's not running for anything. Oh, okay. In the book we establish in the movie that he's running for the president of the green committee, whatever that means. Yeah, they do say that. I, I'm going to be honest. I thought that was like the name of like the school. What's the school? No, the it's school, they changed else. the name. I'll, I'll get okay. to that later. I have okay. a note on it. I guess I thought that was okay. Yeah. But yeah. I thought he was just like running for class. No, president. it's like a committee position. Part of my, a lot of my confusion <laughs> is caused by a note I have here in a minute of just how the pacing of this yes. movie is impossible to yes. keep up with. But we'll get to that in a second. And they try to do a lot of exposition, like through Way, yeah. dialogue and like through his speech yes. here at the beginning, and it just does not work. Yeah. Um. So in the book, the inciting incident that makes Kendra want to curse him is that he's nominated for like the court. For oh, a school yeah, dance, so like, like, like homecoming court, whatever, yeah. yeah, and she uh, she criticizes the institution of a school sanctioned mm. beauty slash popularity right. contest, Fair. of course, because that's who she is as yes. a person. Uh, and his his response to her in the book, it's not as ham fisted <laughs> as what's in the movie, yeah, but it basically boils down to the same idea, like the, that your looks are really the only thing that matters. It's all Does he give a speech about. in front of the whole class where he just says that? Looks are all that matters. <laughs> if you're ugly, you're stupid. This is literally a speech I'm giving in a movie. Like, he I'm a real person. I'm a real it, character. Um, he says it during class and okay. like everybody's listening. So, but it wasn't like, of, yeah. it wasn't a speech like it is in the movie. Just, <laughs> like it wasn't wild. his campaign yeah. platform. Um, it's just wild ideas from this film. Uh, honestly, though, the book and the movie kind of pull even for me here. I didn't really buy in the book that a teenage boy would be so into being a prince on the homecoming court or whatever. They call it a prince. I he's assume... like, he's like, oh, I've been nominated for the ninth grade prince. Oh, uh, okay. For, uh, for the spring dance court. He's a popular kid. They like, they I care about that guess, stuff, don't they? I don't know. I, I just, feel like I, popular kids cared about being. It just rang really false to me. Nice. All right. Sure, fair enough. So initially, I liked the movie's idea that he's like campaigning. Mm -hmm. But I also thought the movie's conceit that he's running for president of the Green Committee related to the themes and plot in absolutely no way. It was I, I thought it was a weird conceit. It just felt very random and not like a real thing that happens in high schools. Yeah, I don't again. The, I, I missed the Green Committee. I don't know. I truly just thought he was running for like class president. That's what I thought at <laughs> first, too. I was like, OK, all right. This kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um. And then the uh, president of the Green Committee. Okay. I, I don't sure. know. All right. I don't know. I, I just feel like they both rang kind of equally false to me. Yeah. 
didn't feel real. I, I look at didn't that. feel like I, real, I don't have a lot of feelings that real humans do. Yeah, I don't have a lot of feel. I don't have a lot to say about the beginning of this movie because I, I, in terms of like the details, because I could not. It was too much, too quickly. Yeah, and I'm trying to write notes, and then like another like eight lines of exposition <laughs> have happened in a matter of like four <laughs> seconds, and I'm like, what? I'm ah, I just could not keep up. Like yeah. again, while keeping notes, I or taking notes and stuff, I just could not keep up with how rapid fire everything was coming out in the first like no, twenty we, minutes of this movie. We this one multiple times yeah it's just crazy okay so uh is is and it kind of already talked about this a little bit when i asked if he's um you know told everybody like ah being hot's the only thing that matters but is is the book version of kyle as aggressively like cynical and openly cynical as he is in the film because in like i said in the film he's just like openly making fun of people in front of everybody like like from the stage like again yeah. it's one thing to like make fun of but like he's like on the stage and like this guy look how ugly that guy is he <laughs> sucks i'm handsome and cool vote for me because i'm cool and good looking and like that's literally the content of his stump speech yeah. and i just want to know if the book is sort of that openly ridiculously cynically like i don't know it just it's similar again it's not as like ham-fisted okay. and aggressive I feel like the difference to me is that he's not literally giving a speech in front of the entire student right. body yeah. in the book. Yeah. Cause that's the thing that I think that maybe is a, a, an important detail. Cause it's one of those things that I can imagine a person saying, yes, like uh, I yes. can imagine a person like this saying that even to a bunch of people, but uh, you would think, especially with a dad who's like an anchor and stuff, he would have, he seems smart like he enough. Would have he some would understand sense of like how to market himself. Uh, yeah, of like how to play the political game, yeah. and it would not be to get up there and be like, "You all suck. You're all stupid and ugly. I'm the cool." Like it just doesn't yeah. seem like he would. Like you could see, I could imagine a slightly different version of that opening scene where he gives a much more calculated and honestly sleazier speech mm -hmm. about like. I'm not going to rewrite the speech, but like you could you could do a version of the speech where he he much more subtly references the idea of that he's cool and popular and handsome and how like they should vote for him. But in a yeah, in a much more like Machiavellian way mm -hmm. and not just this ridiculous like, oh, you mean something more subtle and nuanced? Yes. Again, I think I could write that speech if I sat down. I think I could write that speech in like 20 minutes. Yeah. For this movie. I, I can't do it right now off the top of my head, but like I just. Do it, and it's just wild to me that you wouldn't go that direction because I, that's just a way more interesting, yeah, character. And I, I think what it boils down to is a point I'll get to later in some of my notes, uh, like my questions here. But it just, it's just wild some of the decisions that were made. I told you choices were made, did I not? Yeah, it was crazy. The choices they were made. Crazy. Uh, so then, um, he. He gives this whole speech and we're introduced as he's giving the speech. We we first meet Kendra, uh, played by Mary Kate Olsen, who is the witch um, who will ultimately curse him. And I wanted to know we see her for the first time and he kind of addresses her, like points at her or something. And we see her for the first time and she's just Mary Kate Olsen with a face tattoo. Yeah. Like a small face tattoo. Yeah. It's like a little crescent thing. Like a little like kind of like yeah. wreath like kind of thing yeah. uh, around her eye. And then maybe like a, it might have like a metal, like a stud or something. Yeah, in it it has, might have know. something else going on, but like, that's it. 
Other than that, it's just Mary Kate Olsen. Yeah, she's not even really styled that differently no, from how Mary Kate Olsen not really. dressed like, in that era. She's a little more edgy, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I don't like, know if she still dresses kind of like that, but like it's not dissimilar to what she was doing at that time period. Yeah, but I wanted to know if the witch who curses him is basically just conventionally attractive, but has a, a small face tattoo. <laughs> Uh, well, so we read her description earlier, okay, so fair, this yeah. should have an obvious answer. However, this question does bring me to one of the biggest problems that I have with this adaptation, which is that having Kendra and Lindy both be objectively very attractive misses the point so hard. Yeah, like objectively, or when you say objectively, you mean like societally, except yes. like like conventionally, yes, like conventionally, very conventionally, they're both conventionally very attractive. Yeah. First off, Mary Kate Olsen, she's doing a good job here. I think she's fine. Uh, yeah. She's fine, and yeah, like she's she's a little weird looking. A, a, a little, little yeah. but at the end of the day, she's like a hot goth chick. Yes, for like, the most part. Come yes. on. Yes. And I could have maybe accepted this change had the movie done something interesting with the idea that, like, oh, he secretly like wants secret, to hit that. He's, like, secretly into her, yeah. yeah. But there was nothing interesting done with it. No. And then on the subject of Lindy, uh, Vanessa Hudgens also doing fine. Yeah, I had a note I, later yeah, that I thought she's actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, overall in this movie. But she's a regulation hottie. Yes. Yes. And Lindy being normal looking is, again, kind of a huge part of the point. Yeah. Like, she's she's not, the in the book, she's not the type of, like, conventional hot yeah. that he normally goes for or, like, thinks he's right. supposed to be into. But he becomes attracted to her as he falls in love. Yeah. Like, she was never ugly, per right. se. But she's not. But she becomes beautiful to him as yeah. he, like, falls in love with her. Yeah. And in the movies, it's which Vanessa is Hudgens. the point? Yeah, and, and you're it's like, just oh, Vanessa okay. she's Hutchins. Just, like, stunning. Well, she's just like, stunning. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we, we we then go home with Kyle and and learn a little bit more about his family, uh, or specifically his dad, uh, who's the only one around. And we find out that his dad is just the literal worst. He's a news anchor, and he's completely obsessed with um, self image and all this sort of stuff. And we we learn very quickly that this is why Kyle sucks. Yeah, is because his dad is awful like just the worst human being you've ever seen um and so i mean i say within <laughs> the scope <laughs> of a you know he, he, he's yeah. not he's not committing genocides but he's you know as news anchors go and like normal people he's like the worst uh and i i wanted to know if that was the same situation from the book oh uh, yeah it is neither the book nor the movie are like particularly subtle about the fact that kyle's dad clearly made him in his own image yeah. And I mean, you know, we're all ultimately responsible for our own actions. Are we though? But <laughs> I'm just, I'm not. God, this kid never stood a chance. Yes, yeah, he, that, he did not. He truly, he did not have a chance. No. of coming out decent. No, his dad is awful, <laughs> absolutely awful. Uh, that was maybe one of my favorite little details early because I did not much I liked in the first like 30 minutes of this movie. There's some stuff later I thought was okay, and we'll get to it. But like. One of the only details I liked in the first 30 minutes of this was that moment where he's trying to talk to his dad and his dad is just like ignoring yeah. him. So he texts him yeah. while he's standing like five feet away. I liked that moment, but okay. So as I said, uh, there is storytelling efficiency and then there is whatever the hell this movie is doing, which is just move at such a breakneck pace that you just, I was constantly struggling to keep up as I said, and, and I could not form any connection with any character because we just do so not. There's no time. You just, you're just like, yeah. ah, we're just like going, going, going. Like I completely missed. I, I think that Kendra was also running for president. It seemed like we'll get to this. 
and I think I figured out what what really struck out, stuck out to me in this first like 20, 30 minutes or whatever, maybe not 30, like first 20 minutes of the movie is that the movie feels embarrassed to be telling its story. Yeah. It feels to me like the movie goes, uh, this is all so stupid. What if we just like yeah. really rush it's through like all this? It's like the movie equivalent of like a person rushing by with their hand over their yes, face. Yes, like, please exactly. don't notice me. You know, they're like, oh God, uh, <laughs> I just gotta, okay, I gotta, uh, let me get that. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Like it's like the, it's like somebody peed their pants and then like wrap something around their <laughs> waist and they're like running they're to like the bathroom. Stiff legged power yeah. walking out of the room. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is the what the first act of this movie feels like, where it just feels like everybody involved in the editing and I I, I think it's really the editing is the main issue. It just feels like they were embarrassed to be making this movie and so tried to get it over with as quick as yeah. possible. And it yeah. just feels it, and it's it's hilarious because I think that's what makes it as bad as it is. Yeah, I have a note about it later, but I think it could be better. I mean, with some... I think there's there's for me, there's a lot of factors, but I yes. think the way that it's edited and paced is like the number one. Yeah criminal here especially in the first act like i said i, I think it, it's it evens out a little bit later on but boy at the beginning it is just like how could you ever connect with anything in this movie because the first 20 minutes is it's crazy i did not catch that kendra was also running for the the president of the green committee i, I swear <laughs> i swear there is a line at some point like either at the like when he's inviting her to the party yeah or something. I swear he says something along the lines like, sorry you lost, or sorry no one voted for you, or like that's part of his, like, he like does this fake apology to her right. in the, as like his lead in to inviting her to the party or whatever. I could have swore it was implied that she was also running for Green council I, I could I would, be wrong i would have to watch it again maybe he's just apologizing to her that. for like making fun of her or something but i swear i could have swore he was apologizing to her like in a way like oh so you know a uh, tough one too bad you couldn't uh, sorry i won like that kind of thing hmm. like a like a conceited like apology for winning the race kind of thing it's what it I, it's how i interpreted it but again i couldn't tell you because i was trying to write notes while also a million things were happening at once in the movie so yeah I, I'm not exactly sure, but that I thought that's what happened. Then uh, we get to the party that he invited her to, which is like some sort of, well, I don't even know what the heck this party is. It's, what, I, I don't know, because it's just it's like, like a normal school dance in the book, and I'm not sure what this is supposed they're do, it's to It's like be. some sort, I guess again, I, it's like some sort of, they're doing, because I guess that makes sense with the green thing. They're doing some sort of like, I think this whole thing, like the, the green committee thing mm -hmm. and then like this party is all like part of this like philanthropic mission of the school or something yeah, like it that it seems like i that. think is what it is where and i think it's maybe vaguely like some sort of weird backhanded like joke about like liberal coastal like high schools or yeah, something probably. you know what i mean yeah. where they like oh they have a green committee that like is seems to maybe care about like yeah the, the environment or something and then this this party is like there's like an indigenous like um performance seemingly yeah. or something going on at this party and i think it's I, I, it feels vaguely like some weird like i feel like there was an attempt at commentary yeah there. like well these schools doing like this like woke, yeah like i i don't know that it just kind of feels like that's what they're i don't know it's very strange but anyway so i i think that's kind of what's going on here but at this party where they're doing this thing and again there's uh 
he invited uh, Kendra there, and while they're there, the, it's revealed ah, it was all big jokes. Ha! <laughs> they're all he's like, it's the Carrie moment basically. Yeah. And during this moment, she then curses him, and the way she curses him in the movie is she she says, "Embrace the suck," which is a callback to a thing earlier where she wrote that like. He says it in a speech. He said it, yeah. yeah. And then she writes something similar on like his posters, right? Yeah. Or something like that. And then so she says, embrace the suck. And that's like the magic spell that turns him into the beast. And I wanted to know if embrace the suck was the thing that turns him into <laughs> the beast in the book. Because I thought it was wild. Uh, it is not. That phrase was specifically written for the movie. Uh, this is another thing that I'm actually kind of of two minds about. I really, really hated it when Kyle initially said it in his speech. Right. Hated it a lot. I thought it worked okay as the curse. I didn't mind it. I don't have strong feelings either way. I thought it was kind of silly, but... It is kind of silly. <laughs> yeah. It's all kind of silly. It's all kind of... Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I just thought it was particularly kind of weird, but yeah, it's... I guess as a, a reference to the thing he said, sure, like, it's it's yeah. fine. It's whatever. Um, also, I just want to mention real quick, it's funny that you brought up Carrie because the book specifically references Carrie in this moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I have to. It's he literally says what's going something on. Something like, she, she looked like that girl in that old Stephen King movie. <laughs> This book does not know how to do subtle. Fantastic. So then he gets transformed. He has a, a fainting spell. <laughs> like he, everything gets blurry and he kind of stumbles around for like five minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually gets like leaves the party. He, he ends up on like a balcony or something. I don't remember, but he ends yeah. up anyways. And, and he transforms. He becomes a quote unquote, the beast. Um, and uh, I have to know. So we see him for the first time as the Beast, which is everybody has seen this image. We posted it on our social media and stuff. I talked a little bit about it in the prequel and the makeup. There's like 70 prosthetics or whatever. Is the what he looks like in the movie sort of accurate to the description of him that we get in the book? Is he just like tattooed and then covered in scars and some like metal seemingly body modification kind of things? Is that what you think? Did they do a good job translating the beast from the book to the film? Oh, my God. OK, everyone brace yourselves. Can't wait. In the book, he is a literal beast. Oh. Yes. Oh, so he's just—it's he's, literally he, just yeah, like Beauty he, and the Beast. He like turns he into a, like a man-animal hybrid thing, like in any every other iteration of this fairy tale that you can possibly think of. He becomes a a literal beast. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Do not you, what I was expecting. Do you want me to read the description? Yes, absolutely. Because that's <laughs> not what I was expecting. I assumed for sure that the 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 description the, the the depiction we get in the movie had to at least, least be somewhat based on what we see in the book. No. Not at all. I stared into the mirror. I was an animal. Not quite wolf or bear or gorilla or dog, but some horrible species that walked upright, that was almost human, yet not. Fangs grew from my mouth, my fingers were clawed, and hair grew from every pore. Okay, so yeah, literally just the beast. Yeah, literally, literally just, the beast. just the beast. All right. I was actually kind of envisioning the the werewolf from big wolf on campus. Yeah. Yeah, that would actually fit. Yeah. yeah. Um I have a lot of thoughts about this. Boy do I as well. On the one hand, 
I can recognize the concerns that they probably had about doing a full beast suit in the movie. Right. Yes. They probably thought it would be hard to make look good. Yeah. Which is true. Yes. They probably didn't have the budget to do a really good full body makeup or or something with CGI like the 2017 Beauty and the Beast did. I'm also not sure how good that would have looked in 2011. Uh, I I think that would have looked bad. It doesn't yeah. look incredible in Beauty. I mean, it looks okay in, in yeah. the in the CG or you know the quote unquote live action Beauty and the Beast, but it doesn't look incredible. So 2011, I think yeah. it, with this movie's budget, I think would yeah. have been real rough. Um. I think they could have done makeup. I mean, they do. A, he has a lot of makeup on, and That's the makeup true, itself yeah. looks pretty good, relatively speaking, in the movie. Um, and they had a lot of, you know, talented uh, yeah, makeup it's, artists it's a working lot of, on yes. this movie. And I think his makeup looks pretty good too. Yeah. I had a note about it later in odds and ends yeah. that I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, I do know, however, that it yes. is a lot harder to do fur. Yes. Yeah. If you've ever watched Face Off, <laughs> yeah. uh, doing a character that has a fur or anything like that that is like part animal is a is yeah is it's, not it's easy. It's hard to do fur. It's hard to get snouts right. Yes, all of that stuff is very easy to make look really silly. Yeah. Whereas something like they did in the movie is is a, a little bit easier to make is easier to make the audience take it seriously. Yes. Whereas uh, an animal version of him, I think it's it's you're much easier for the audience to look at it and just laugh. Yeah. Whereas what that's not obviously what they were going for. <laughs> yeah. So I also think it's possible they had concerns about like just ending up a joke with like the bestiality thing. Right. Yeah. Um maybe they thought that nobody would buy in if he looked like a literal animal. Underestimating the amount of furries in the world. <laughs> I'm just saying. On the other hand, what the movie gives us is just a kind of messed up looking dude with like a lot of body mods. Yeah. And I can't help but read this decision as cowardly. Yeah. Like he can go outside and live in the real world. Absolutely. In the movie. He's going to get some stairs probably. Yeah. But he doesn't need to be like sequestered away from the world like he does in no. the book. He's not gonna cause an outrage. No. Like it's not gonna like he's not gonna get like Nobody's yeah. gonna try to like capture him and yes. take him to the zoo. Yeah. And he's even still kind of hot in I the movie. Like some honestly. Some people would argue hotter, I'm sure. <laughs> Which some people would argue that yeah. with the beast version anyway. Okay. But like Yes. But like especially if you're into like body yes. mods and stuff. Yes. And he still has a really cut, conventionally attractive yes. body. He just needs to find a girl involved in like the alternative music scene. Absolutely. That's all. Absolutely. This was easy. Yeah. I solved it. Yes. A hundred percent. Cause that was my note. I, I like, it's like when she says like, when, and this is a little bit later, but when she says, um, uh, I think this is later. I can't remember, but he said, she says to him like, and it's the line I quoted in the intro because it's cracked me up where he he reveals himself to Lindy yeah. for the first time. And he's like, pretty gruesome, huh? And she's like, I've seen worse. And he's like, wow. And I was like, any and the thing that's crazy about that interaction to me is that any person who saw him yeah. would totally think that like 80% of what was going on was intentional yes. and that he chose to do yes. it. Yes. Like he he definitely there's some scarring and some other stuff that looks like he was in an accident yeah. or something. There's definitely like he has some scarring and stuff going right. on that and you would he has think, some like spots that look like maybe like burn scars. Yes, like burns and like, yeah. and like cuts and stuff that like like it looks like he was in a very bad like car accident or something like that. Um and so I I it's it's not to diminish the the idea that he wouldn't be self-conscious or that you know or that there isn't like 
you know, that, that people wouldn't judge him. Obviously yeah. they would tons of people would judge his appearance. I'm not saying that very much think people would, but also it's not a thing that people would think like, Oh, that guy isn't aware or not, not that he's not aware, but again, like when he's like pretty, gr I think that's the thing is that particular exchange where he's like pretty gruesome. And she's like, well, would she would be like, well, didn't you, yeah didn't like didn't you, didn't do, you do that like it's like a bunch of tattoos and like, <laughs> like piercings, piercings and stuff and, yeah <laughs> and like again there is scarring and stuff but like also like even the scarring could be it could be body like mods. something that yeah. somebody did intentionally like yeah. it all because the way the way it incorporates with the tattoo like, it's it's it, uh, it's just it's, the whole thing is just like i feel like most people would think most of that was intentional and i want to get into more of this later uh because uh, I, I I think the movie really stumbles in how it could have ended this and mm -hmm. that would make way more sense and be an actually interesting update and take <laughs> on the Beauty and the Beast story. Mm -hmm. And they fumbled the bag in the worst way possible, <laughs> in my opinion. It's just wild to me, but we'll get to that later. Um, One other little note here real quick about how he looks in the book. I <laughs> love and adore that in the book he wears full outfits over his over his beast, oh, his beast form clothes? he wears nice. like jeans and button-ups and like that's like the like yeah. the like the uh, yeah the disney one where yeah. in the uh or at least in the live action one where he's got like his like suits and stuff yeah. over his i just want to say that i think the movie is cowardly for not making him wear jeans and button downs over a full beast suit i agree i agree they're cowardly for not having it be Josh Groban trapped inside of a, <laughs> inside of a mech back. beast animal. <laughs> if you haven't watched, uh, this is really random, but they're uh, ABC, I oh think? Oh, my God. Right, it had like to be ABC. The, yeah, it was ABC. It was like the 35th anniversary or something For the 35th like anniversary of the, of the Disney movie did a, or of the music, uh, whatever, uh, did a, uh, a live, like a live, they, when they do those live musicals, yeah. um, like on ABC or whatever, where it's like supposedly broadcast live or whatever, they did that for Beauty and the Beast a, a couple years ago. Two or yeah, three that, that might have been the 30th anniversary because that was a few years yeah. ago. A couple of years ago, and we ended up just watching it randomly. I don't know how we even saw it was on, but we watched it. And in that musical, uh, the Beast is played by Josh Groban, obviously, because mm -hmm. he did the singing voice for the animated or for the live action one. Um, but his his when he's the Beast, he is <laughs> just in this giant like beast carcass <laughs> and it looks like he's trapped in a beast prison like it's hard to describe but it's hilarious but it's, it's literally a mech suit it's like a mech suit that like josh groban like pilots it. <laughs> <laughs> it is like pacific rim <laughs> like it's kind of incredible uh highly recommend and the, uh, yeah. to be fair overall we, we really enjoyed that no, it overall, was a lot of fun very recommend it's um, fun but it's just Belle very funny is played by her Yes, looking, her, looking that's right. Her incredible. Um, uh, and I don't remember the name of the actor who plays Gaston, but, but he was the a hottest, whole snap. The hottest he was Gaston the that hottest has ever existed. man I've ever seen in yes. my life. Unbelievable. I remember he showed up on screen and we both were like, who is this? <laughs> um, but again, the whole thing's a lot of fun, but it is uh, the Josh Groban Beast mech suit. If nothing is, else, it's worth it for the Beast mech suit. You could probably just Google the uh, Google image search that, but man, it is hilarious. <sighs> uh, so moving on. Um, at one point, uh, I think she, this is Lindy is now at um, Kyle's manor that he's like secluded. No, this is before that. This is, is when he goes out on Halloween and she's at the party. He oh, goes that's to. right. That's right. That's right. 
he's out at the party, uh, like kind of, and he's out on Halloween because he can be because mm-hmm. nobody will like look twice because they think Which he's wearing makes makeup. Makes way more sense in the book. I think it makes sense in this too, but yes, it makes way more sense in the book when he's like a, a you know, like it looks like a werewolf yeah. or whatever. But yeah, uh, I think it still kind of works here. But he's he's out on Halloween and he he stumbles into Lindy at this party and they're kind of like chit chatting, uh, and she doesn't you know obviously doesn't know who he is and somehow Kyle comes up. Yeah. And she says this line to him where she goes, you know, he was kind of a jerk, but I appreciated that he called things how he saw them, even though how he saw them was wrong. And that the way he did that was a real quote, real shot of life end quote. And this is the most insane dial. Like I, it doesn't make any sense with her character. This moment had me cringing out of my, or her interactions with him. Like, why does she feel this way about him? It's so strange. And I wanted to know if any of this interaction came from the book, because I do not understand what we're getting across here or where this came from or why. Like I get what we're getting across here. We're getting we're setting the the stepping stones to her falling in love with him eventually and like that there was something within him that she liked about him all along is like what we're going for here. Right. But it just But it's the a th- way it's expressed is crazy cuz he's she's like I you know, he was an asshole, but like at least he was an honest asshole. I'm like that's not a good That's freaking that's how that's how Trump gets elected. Yes, again. Like <laughs> It's just mm. unbelievable. Uh, I again, does any of that come from the book? No. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, she does at one point in the book admit that she had a crush on Kyle, but it was uh, just because she thought he was cute. Oh yeah, that that's better. Yeah, honestly, like that makes sense. <laughs> that's better than this yeah. weird like. No, like she thought he was cute, and then like he does give her the rose at the dance, like the yeah. one that his girlfriend didn't want. Um. And so she's like talking about it and she's like, oh, I thought he was really cute. And he was nice to me once. Yeah, that would be one Which thing makes if she was like, like perfect sense. That would be one thing if she was like, you know, and it seemed like he was a real jerk. But that one time I saw him at the dance, he he seemed he seemed yeah. different. Like that if she had is, said that, something that's like that, what it boils down yes. to in the book. And that makes perfect sense. Makes way that more is, sense. That is exactly how crushes are born. Yes. Yeah, so if she's like, I, I, you know, it seemed like he, he always looked like a jerk. But actually, I think like I don't know if he actually was because when I, I met him this one time at a party and he actually seemed kind of nice. Like that, if that was their interaction, I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But this weird, like, he was an asshole, but he called it like he saw it. Like, I'm like, what are we doing? No, this is gross. Don't do that. I hate that. Ugh. Uh, so then moving on, uh, uh, Kyle decides he can't be part of social media anymore because he's uh, he's beastly. Um, and so he deletes his black and red MySpace page or whatever. It is some generic social media yeah. that looks like MySpace. Yes. I think it's supposed to be Facebook based on the timeline. Yeah. Like it would have to like MySpace was not really in the movie, yeah. at least 2010. MySpace had well on its it, way it, out. Yes, at this point. It, it had crested and fallen. Yes. I, like it still existed, but it, nobody was everybody was on Facebook at this point. Um, so I, again, it was, whether it's supposed to be MySpace or Facebook, it doesn't really matter. But my favorite thing is he deletes his social media page. And as he's doing it, they ask the, the, the website asks for his reason for deleting. And he just writes, I am no more and hits submit. And I lost it. And I wanted to know if that came from the book. Oh, um, so there is quite a bit of social media in the book. Mm-hmm. I don't recall any specific scene where he deletes a profile. There is no I am no more scene. Uh, um, 
But I did think that that accurately captured what an edgelord he turns into in the book after he's been cursed. I loved it. 10 out of 10, no notes. All we were, I have one note. 9 out of 10, one note. We needed a good needle drop there. Some sort oh, you're of right. emo you're needle right. drop. Yes. I don't, like, it just needed like, I, <laughs> like just something, just anything. Uh, needed a needle drop. But other than that, perfection. I will just say, MySpace is specifically mentioned in the book, which makes more sense for the timeline of the book. If we assume she was writing it in like 2005, 2006. Yeah. Uh, in the movie, it does kind of look like a MySpace early Facebook hybrid. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Yeah. It does kind of look. Yeah. It looks like a similar layout to Facebook, but with like the graphic interface of MySpace yes. <laughs> and like the color, like the yes. customizable color scheme and of did MySpace. Did you notice um, that when they have statuses, it's the old uh, yes. so-and-so yes. is? Sloan wonders if Kyle is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Sloan is thinking blah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all you children out there, that's how Facebook <laughs> used to work. When you used to post Facebook statuses, they were like pre-made. <laughs> like you, like the it was like a fill in the blank. Like choose well, for your a adventure. for a long time, you couldn't even delete the is. No, it had remember? to be. Is, yeah, it yeah. had to be. Katie is. Yeah, blah blah blah. 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 Yeah, and then then they allowed oh, they let, they some would, the is was still there, but you could delete it. Yeah, but it still would show up on the feed like a sentence coming directly off of your name. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Fun Boy, times. Fun times. So then we get to the the moment where she has to come, Lindy has to come and live uh, with, this is when, you know, Belle ends up and has to go live with the Beast. Um, so Lindy has to go live with Kyle. And then obviously in the cartoon, in the Disney version, the reason that happens is that her dad does the thing and he keeps her captive and then she swaps for her dad mm -hmm. so that he could, because he shows up and, He's like, you're trespassing. Ah, yeah. he keeps him prisoner. And then she comes and is like, I'll stay and let my dad go. In this one, the way this plays out is that her dad is a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle somehow stumbles across her dad in a, in a drug, in an interaction with two drug dealers. Yeah. They're shaking him down, shaking him down for money that he owes them. And then he like saves Lindy and like it's a whole thing. It doesn't make any sense. The editing's a nightmare, but he saves Lindy and like takes her back home. Yeah. He like takes her inside. Then he comes back and her dad has shot and killed one of the drug dealers. Yes. And the other drug dealer is there and is like, I'm going to get revenge on you. And then he just leaves. Like, well, well, he, just... Spe he specifically is like your daughter from right, my yes. brother. Yes. Ah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he just leaves. I'm like, just shoot. You already killed yeah, one you, of them. You've like, already got the gun. Just... And you already murdered a guy. Like, yeah. just finish the job. Like, homicide, I don't know what you're doing at this double point. Double homicide. Yeah, what, eh. what, what are we doing here? I guess maybe that he could somehow prove self-defense with the first guy and sure. not with the second yeah, guy maybe. or whatever. Maybe that's the con. Although the I, I doubt that he was thinking through it. That right. Much. I, yeah. But whatever. Um, so he. That guy leaves. And then basically the premise is that Kyle is like, well, you got to protect your daughter from that guy. So come let her live with me. I'll protect her. I have this big fancy you know, mm -hmm. estate on the river or whatever. She'll be safe bring her and let her stay with me and his dad's like her dad's like okay <laughs> and i one i want to know if that's how that all goes down in the book and two what in the world does lindy think is happening here we will find out in the movie that eventually i guess she just thinks 
I, I could not figure out in the movie if she knew her dad killed somebody. Uh, I don't know if she knows her dad killed somebody, but I think she thinks that I think she thinks that like the cover story about like needing to hide from the drug from dealer, the drug dealers. Who's, okay. who's like that does bent on revenge. That does ultimately seem like as more details come out over the course of the movie, that does ultimately kind of seem like what's that that is what she thinks is going on. Um, but initially, I could not figure out if she had any idea why she was being forced. Yeah. Like when he they show up and she like drop her dad like drops her off at this place. I could not tell if she really knew like what was going on at all. Cause he's like, Why are you doing this? Why are you like keeping me from my blah blah? blah. It was just all so strange and just again handled so poorly. I think mostly in the edit, but is that how it all plays out in the book? Cause it is just a wild conceit for me uh, compared to the movie, which the movies were or the you know, the original like stories version is not. I like perfectly executed in my opinion, but uh-huh. it makes more sense than this. I, uh... <laughs> Friends, ladies, <laughs> gentlemen, please hold on to your hats. This is not at all what happens in the book. The book's version of events is much, much closer to traditional variations on Beauty and the Beast. So what happens is that Kyle catches Lindy's dad breaking into his greenhouse and threatens him. Much yeah. like every other story. Right. And then her dad offers Lindy to him. And he and Kyle strike a deal that Lindy will come live with Kyle in exchange for Kyle not turning her dad into the police for breaking and entering. Okay. Now, I think the movie yes. has the right yes. idea. That's what's going on here. Trying sure. to make him less of a literal kidnapper. Yes. That is definitely what the movie's trying yes, to do. Definitely is to go what like, the oh, look, going we, we, we can't have the, the thing that forces them together be him like basically kidnapping yeah, her. Like that, blackmail and yes, extortion and kidnapping. That feels like maybe not the best way to make this happen. Let's come up with a different way. Right. For sure. As many people have said yes. about Beauty yes. and the Beast. Absolutely. It's maybe not the best foundation for a romance. Right. However, the movie's version did get really muddled yes. for me. Like, I, I had the same questions initially about, like, what exactly does Lindy think is yeah. going on here? Yeah. And why did the movie bother setting up Kyle, like, taking pictures to blackmail her dad if the entire point was to make him less of a bad guy? And then, yeah. then they do nothing with that. And it's so stupid, too, because he, like, grabs his phone and he, like, takes a picture of her dad and then takes a separate picture of the body. And I'm like, you've got nothing, my man. That doesn't prove anything. Look at his body and your dad. You don't even need to be a lawyer to know that that proves nothing. I mean, I guess you could do some metadata stuff and be like, look, I took these seconds apart and they're at the same place. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. It's weird. It's wild. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I like I said, it definitely is. I understand why they were trying to change that. It's yeah. just, boy, I don't think they did a good no. job in in executing that that change. Yeah, yeah, that particular uh, detail, not not a great execution. Yeah, great idea. Yeah, not a great execution. Yeah. Uh, so, I got sidetracked because I was trying to think of a, a way to fix it, and I think a way you could do a a similar thing and fix it is that maybe somehow her dad knows him like maybe during the course mm. of all this buildup of while he's he's the beast he's been the beast for months at this point yeah. i think it seems like maybe during that time he's been out being reckless 
He's got a motorcycle. He's mm. getting mixed up in things. Maybe he somehow has met her dad or something, or I don't somehow you, and I guess there's a lot of moving parts you'd have to figure out in there, but somehow like her dad, like knows this guy or like, I don't know, like knows Kyle somehow or something. And I think the way you do it is that you have a similar thing happen where Kyle is there while her dad gets into an altercation with these drug dealers somehow. And then after this all goes down and the guy runs off, her dad is like, tries to pawn her off on. He's like, like her dad instigates putting Mm -hmm. like giving, I don't know. I'm not sure. I have to think through it more, but I think there's a, I think there's a way to do it. I just don't think anyways. Um, so he's now, she's now been living with him for a while and she's, uh, she's been staying with him for, I don't know, a few days or something at this point. They haven't really interacted. He's been trying to like, kind of, he's again still too afraid to like show himself to her but she like comes downstairs and he's like watching korean television or something like that and she walks in and they have this scene where she's like oh are you watching korean television and he's like i speak korean and she's like oh really so do i and i this scene (laughs) overall i think the acting's pretty good oh fine in this movie this scene, maybe I just, I don't know. I, I completely misinterpreted this scene and legit for the most of the entire scene until like pretty far into it, just thought they both actually spoke Korean <laughs> and they were like, just happened to both actually speak Korean. A coincidence. There, there was a moment, like it did, like I say, pretty far into the scene. As soon as they started like doing the lines, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. They're doing like a bit. They're like flirting, like fine. Mm-hmm. But it took way too long for me to figure out that that was what was going on. I just wanted to know if that scene came from the book because I thought it played out so weird and it made uh, me feel No, this stupid. scene was so strange. It's not from the book, and and I I, I get what they were going for. I I the scene felt to me like so weird. Yeah, and like like an alien wrote it. Yeah, and I I get it. I get what they're doing. Yeah, but it was so weird. Yes, absolutely. Okay, uh, we're getting towards the end here, skipping a lot of stuff. We'll talk about a lot more of this stuff later, but um, just in my questions, we get to the point where um, they have now sparked a romance. Mm-hmm. They have done all the Beauty and the Beast stuff. He's yeah. shown her they've, the greenhouse. They've grown a relationship. Yeah, they've shown her the greenhouse. They've read poetry together, blah, 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 all this stuff. So they've, they've kind of started this relationship. They've not kissed or anything, obviously, or anything like that, but they have this relationship, and they're growing closer and then we find out that her dad has OD'd and she has mm-hmm. to rush off to the hospital to be with him. And she's getting onto a train to go. I think it's a train or a bus or something. I think it's a train to go uh, travel back to her dad's or whatever. And he's she's leaving and he's getting ready to, like, confess his love to her. Yeah. And he has this letter also that he has given her. But or I think he gave it to her at this point. I think right? he gave it to her slightly before, like right that. before this, yeah, like, like right, right before, before she the got the text or whatever. Or yeah, about yeah. The, the, she has this letter, but she hasn't read the letter that he wrote her or whatever. And then um, as he's getting ready to say goodbye to her, he's like about to confess her love. And she turns to him and she's like, thank you so much. You're such a good friend. And this like devastates him. And he's like, oh. And he like he kind of like falls back and she gets on the train and rides away and she's got the letter and Mm -hmm. she pulls it out and is getting ready to like read it. And he's like, no, don't read it, because he in his head, this red pilled asshole (laughs) thinks he has been friend, quote unquote, friend zone. Yeah. 
And boy, he could have avoided a lot of drama in the third act of this movie if he just understood that it's actually a good thing to be friends with the person that you're romantically interested in. Spoilers for lots of people out in the world who need this. It's actually good when the person that you're romantically interested in wants to be your is thinks you're a friend. That's actually a good part of it that you can be both. Get you a man who can be both. Um, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You're not my friend. It's just unbelievable. Um, it, yeah. yeah. Um, I kept thinking this while I was reading the book. Oh, yeah. Um, like, this should absolutely be part of the message. Nobody will ever commit to it. Yeah. Uh, and I have more thoughts on this vein in my final verdict. Yeah. Okay, but that was my question was, does, does that specific moment that you're a good friend and him like being devastated by this, does that come from the book? I guess was yes. actually my yeah. question. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not like exactly as it is in the movie, but the idea of him like thinking she's like friend zoned him and yeah. just wants to be friends is from the book. Getting to the big final climax, um, Lindy is going off. Uh, she's leaving. He has been ignoring her calls. She's been trying to call him. He's been ignoring her calls. He finally gets convinced to go see her by... Uh, Neil Patrick Harris uh, and and um, Lisa Gay Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And he goes to school and she's going on her trip uh, and he gets there and she's he's talking to her. And. Right at the last moment, they have this big kind of reunion. And then as she's leaving, she turns around and she says he like let, he tells her to go like he knows this is his like deadline, like he's running out of time and similar to the thing where he's like, leave, go. Um, and as she's. Right before she leaves, she turns around and she's like, I love you. And then um, he goes, she leaves and then he goes outside and like transforms back. He like yeah. walks out the doors and he, he transforms back into Kyle. Then when he's outside, well, I want to know if, the, if that happens, like the, the like, does she like say I love you right before leaving on the trip and like blah, blah. And then but then the crazy thing in the movie is after he goes outside he's now human again and she like comes rushing out after just saying i love yeah. you she comes rushing out as though she did not just yes. say i love you as him. though it's not yeah, they just had like, like a... she's chasing him at the airport yeah it's so strange because that's not the way the interaction ended before no. the interaction ended like bye it, it had a clear ending i love you see you in a month or whatever that's how that scene yeah. ends she leaves, but then he walks out and then she comes rushing out like, no, what? And it's like, that is not wait, What is, and I think I was like, this whole thing has to be reshot. To me, it looks clearly reshot. Mm-hmm. One, his hair is a completely different length than it was in yeah. the other part of the movie, yeah. which you could kind of hand wave away with like maybe magic, whatever. But also she looks different. Also, it looks like it's shot on different cameras to mm-hmm. me, like the color grading, everything's different about it. It's so clearly reshot. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but I want to know if the ending is the same or if it's a similar ending where she's leaving on a trip and says, I love you at the last moment before leaving on the trip. And then if any of the rest of that, like where she comes back out and it's like, oh, it's you. Is it if any of that comes from the book? No, it doesn't. Okay. Uh, there's no trip. There's no bus to Machu Picchu in the book. Yeah. Uh, that whole plot point was invented for the movie. Yeah. Okay. Um. So what does happen in the... Well, you had a note oh, that... It... So, yeah, so I looked it up, right. So I looked it up, and there was... Apparently, that ending was reshot. I was yeah. absolutely correct. Um, the actual ending they originally shot in the, for the movie 
was um she gets kidnapped by drug dealer the drug dealer i think that's still alive and then kyle goes to like rescue her yeah get shot and as he's dying she says i love you and then he comes back to life and transforms back into human very similar to like the animated Mm -hmm. where he gets you know gaston gets him and then blah 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 Uh, very similar to that is what the original ending was. And then they changed it for whatever reason whatever into reason. this weird thing where she, he says, I love you at there. And then she like rushes out and they reunite yeah. and it just makes no sense at all. Like it's completely cobbled together in the worst way possible. Um, but so the, what is the book's version? <laughs> Maybe. So interestingly, the book's ending sounds a lot closer to that original movie ending. Okay, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. You were talking about. Uh, so uh, Kyle finds out that she's in danger, uh, finds out that one of the drug dealers her father owes, owes money to is like holding her hostage. Uh, and then he goes to get her and he does end up getting shot and then his transformation back coincides with him almost dying. Again, similar to most other iterations of this yeah. fairy tale. Okay, so now getting into my big thing that this movie fumbled that I mentioned (laughs) earlier that seems so obvious to me that just blew my mind because it was right there. Have her say the I love you line right after, like have her either leave or something happens where she says the I love you right after the like timer runs out, you know, the final pedal falls or whatever. And so he gets he 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 then be is stuck beastly or whatever. Like he he remains looking like he does yeah. as the beast in this movie. And have the lesson of your movie actually truly be that it's what on the inside that's what on the inside that matters. And that like, you know, it's not about appearances and it's about yeah. like your 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 actual like personality and who you are and that sort of thing. And like, it's not like the fact that you look a little bit different or a little you aren't like conventionally attractive isn't important to finding love. And it's more about forming a connection deep within, you know, it's about forming like an emotional and, and, and a connection with a person and not mm-hmm. about like superficial blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like yeah. you could make that be make the it, lesson. You could. And it's made doubly annoying that they, because I've always thought I that. I don't know. I have the same note here. Yes. Yeah. Because it's always, I've always thought you could do that anyways, because everybody always thought Beast in the Disney movie was hotter as a Beast anyways. Yeah. So like, whatever. You could do that even as the Beast. But like, it's made doubly annoying in this movie because what we discussed earlier with his movie appearance, where's the book? Like, I get why in the book version where he is literally like an animal yeah i get why he can't stay a literal animal yes i get why you would want slash need him to change back into like his human self or whatever Uh, like that would cause real issues in the world make it very hard for him to exist in the world so i get why you would do it there but in this version He's just a guy yeah, with scars and dude. tattoos. He's that, just a dude. There are tons of people who live very happy lives with scars and tattoos and and body modifications. And it makes changing him back at the end feel really gross and completely undercuts the message of the movie to me. I agree. It was wild I mean, that they didn't make this the, and that they like, reshot it. You had a second chance to do it right. It's just wild to me that they didn't do it and the message appears to be that if you are scarred and you have body mods that you 
can't live happily ever no, after. No, you have to become you have like to become beautiful. Like conventionally attractive again. You have to or you it, like yeah, it's just it's wild. I it seems like it's so <laughs> obvious, like such an obvious because again that's the whole point of the story. Yes. The whole yeah. point is she learns to love him not because of what he looks like and that he learns to love himself not because of what he looks like but because of who he is and what he like his values and and the kind of person he is and how kind he is and how um he he like values her intelligence and he wants her to read and he like they share interests in poetry and blah blah like all these things are that they have in common or what bind them together and so taking that the step further and being like so yeah at the end you don't have to you can you can be you can find love and not be the like a model like that's like it's just and it was people right, do it every day it was right there and again the fact that they reshot it and had yeah. like nobody thought it just is wild to me and i don't understand why they nobody came up with that idea I don't get it. I, it seems so obvious to me and it seems like such a better message mm -hmm. just all around again, especially in this instance where he's just a guy who there's people that yeah. look like him in the world yeah. who live happy yeah. lives. Like you can be, it's just, uh, uh, unbelievable. All right. Those are all my questions for was that in the book? Uh, I have a few more to talk about in lost in adaptation. Just show me the way to get out of here, and I'll be on my way. Was lost. Yes, yes, and I want to get unlost as soon as possible. I don't know if you're going to be able to help with any of these, but <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the movie, Dakota Johnson, when they get to the, the party, like the, the gala yeah. thing or whatever, is upset with Kyle, and he got a rose. I think Zola gave him like a white rose, got a yeah. white rose for him. And he's like, oh, I asked for an orchid, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, I got a rose. Fuck you. And <laughs> he goes to the ball or the gala and he gives the white rose to Dakota Johnson. And she's mad at him. Yes. That it's not an orchid. Mm -hmm. And she gives some reason. And I couldn't tell what it was. I couldn't like it was like, uh... again, it was in the chaos of the movie <laughs> yeah. and how quick everything was happening. And I couldn't figure out why she was mad that it was an, a rose and not an orchid. Because it was something more than just like she likes orchids yeah. more or whatever. There was some reason. And I was yeah. like, what? So in the book, she's just mad because roses are quote unquote cheap. Okay. And, and orchids are expensive. Yeah, and she would... wanted like the more expensive flower. Yeah. And in the movie, uh, you're right. Yes. She says something about it being a political statement and him making her look stupid. Yes. So I guess maybe they were all supposed to wear orchids to like symbolize some, something. Again, this is the thing. Where but it's I like don't this whole... like I would have to watch it again with subtitles yes. on, I think, because yes. you can't understand what she said. Like the bass is thumping yes. and everyone's screaming. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I have know, no man. idea what's going on. I, okay, so that that obviously that part doesn't come from the book, which makes sense because yeah. the whole green the green right. thing, and then the this again the this gala that they're at, which has like indigenous people doing some sort of dance thing, is yeah. like not. I assume it's something to do with that, like the the people. Maybe this is I a benefit yeah. for like uh, for like some sort of culture, and maybe the orchid has to do with that. Or I, yeah, I don't know. Just talk about like just throwing shit at the wall and not like none of it sticking like just like yeah. ah it's just so weird so i want to know if you thought this at all because i thought this was wild in the movie and i wanted to know if it came from the book and more importantly like if there was this if you got a similar implication either in the movie or if it is in the book from the book which is that after all this goes down kyle gets transformed he's been talking to his dad they've been trying to go to doctors and get 
yeah it fixed or whatever and they can't do anything and then his dad takes him to this like mansion or whatever and is like here you live here now and secludes him in that <laughs> mansion and he says to him during that conversation he's like oh you know and maybe you know maybe we'll get you that motorcycle you've always wanted is basically what he says mm-hmm. and the read i got from that and i could be crazy was that there's an implication there that his dad, I think w- without saying it, that what we're maybe supposed to get from that, that his dad is like, we'll get you that motorcycle, hoping that he'll get in an accident and die because motorcycles famously yes. are a good way to get Very yourself dangerous. killed. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wanted to know if that came from the book or if it's not in the book, if you got a similar read in the movie, because I was like, oh, God, that's dark. <laughs> so there's no motorcycle in the book. Okay. But I did like this change. Uh, I thought it fit with what the movie was doing. Yeah. Uh, and I like your interpretation of it. I, I think it's dark in a way that this movie needed to lean into a it little seems more. It totally reasonable yeah. within character for his yeah. dad. I think you know. could also interpret it as like his dad being like, because motorcycles, if 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 you don't die getting in a motorcycle accident, you're probably going to be really messed up. Right. So I think you could also interpret it as his dad being like, like a cover story or something. Maybe oh. a cover story or being like, well, you're already ruined, so it doesn't matter now. That's true. Yeah. You can't ruin your face more. Right. Right. That's I think any of those work. Oh, and also there's the very surface level of like just a way to like um which i think is maybe how the movie actually intended it and maybe yeah. we're adding a lot more layers to it than i we're think actually we probably there. are because I, like the, the very surface level read of that is just like he's trying to like placate to, yeah, his son like to, play, like, to buy, buy him, him like yeah. buy him off and be like oh you know I, I know it sucks that you're gonna have to stay here by yourself and i'm never gonna see you again but maybe i'll get you a motorcycle if that'll shut you up kind of thing <laughs> um but i think there's a much more a darker read of it that is like I yeah. can get you out of my hair by yeah. wrapping yourself around a telephone pole. Um, yeah, this is crazy. Another thing I wanted to know is, do we know where this story takes place? Because I could not tell in the movie. It's a major mm-hmm. metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. I could not tell where it was supposed to be. I don't think they ever say where it's supposed to be. But it was so funny because I was like, I feel like he could just, and this kind of goes back to what you were saying about like, there's so many people that just yeah. look like that. Like Absol- how he does. Absolutely wild that the movie's choice was to make him look like a person that could actually actually exist. Yes. In and, the real world. And have it set in a big city. Yes. Because again, I was like, just go live in the Pacific Northwest or really any major yeah. city. And yeah, then I was yeah. like, oh, he does. Because I think that was before we saw like the skyline. I was like, oh, he does live in like a major metro. Yeah. You're not. You're, there's you're tons of fine, people man. that look like you, you're man. Fine. Have you never been to a city? You <laughs> just you just need to find the right part of the city. Yes. Um, so the just book, make some new friends. I'm yeah. sure they're fun. I'm like, I don't like. You'll have a good time. I don't. The book does take place in New York City. And okay. I, I assumed that the movie was meant to I as well. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, but I, I don't in, think they uh, ever specifically said. I, think I mentioned in the prequel they filmed it in Canada, which mm-hmm. they always do. But um, I thought it was maybe supposed to be Chicago or something. I can't remember. But yeah, it looks I, more like New York in the in the movie. It does. It's not the New York skyline, but yeah, it's, it's not a recognizable like New York Specifically, like when his dad shuffles him off, he's like living in a brownstone in yeah. New York City. Okay. But it, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. He would be totally fine. Yeah. Like, like uh, but I mean, and like I said, he's going to get some stairs. Yes. And there are definitely like parts of New York City that yeah. he could go to where he would get more stairs. Right. But there are right. parts where he would probably get almost none. Yeah. And again, it's not to say that he wouldn't be judged or he wouldn't be denied opportunities or yeah. there would be tons of negative things that would be. the. But like 
again, I cannot stress enough that you, you, he could just live a fairly normal life in a, like a place where people are chill. <laughs> like, you know, if you go to a place where people are chill about like body modifications, yes, he couldn't go live in small town America and like yeah. live a, a, a nor- like a, a quote unquote normal life. But living in New York City, he could absolutely <laughs> exist and be like have lots of friends and go like to parties yeah. and like just exist and live a normal life and like it would be fine Ugh, it's funny he could, um, he could join a band exactly yeah, it's just so many things <laughs> like it's just yeah I, it's, it's just wild who the fuck is miles dalloway <laughs> there is this moment in the movie where we see a text message this felt like something that got hacked to shit in the yes. edit for sure. Yeah. Where at some points throughout we have seen, I guess Lindy has been texting or messaging some guy. Yeah. We see it on her computer. Yeah. So I guess it's like a, or like Facebook a DM or, or something. Um, probably aim. Instant <laughs> messenger. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she, and then at one point he sees this message towards the end of it. And we've only seen this like once or twice and it's very briefly, but at the end we get this close up of a message that he sees that says, it's like from miles or two miles Dalloway. And she's like, I'm, I want to get out of here or something like that. It's something yeah. like, or, or him's asking, He's, like he messages her and it says like, you still want to run yes, away. You or still want to get like out that. of there or something like that. And this like sets kind of sets uh, Kyle off. And I was like, who the fuck is miles Dalloway? We've never met this character. We've never <laughs> heard of this character. And I wanted to know if he's in the book. Cause who the fuck is miles Dalloway? Um, I have no idea. He's not in the book. I, I'm betting she had a friend who got cut from the film because we never see yeah, her interact with surely. anyone her age. No, other no, than literally Kyle. other than Kyle. There's one point where she's talking on the phone to somebody, but we don't know who she's talking nope. to. And she's just expositing. That phone yes. call was hilarious. Yes. She's just like, <laughs> yeah. And she's just like things about her life, like out loud on the phone to this person who would seemingly know all this about her. But yeah, it was an incredible phone conversation. Um, but now I'm just imagining uh, uh uh, like a, a t-shirt or a bumper sticker or something in the style of who is John Galt, but who is Miles Dalloway? Just the most niche possible reference ever. You, one, you need to know Ayn Rand. You need to know uh, an Ayn Rand reference. And then removed from that, you also need to know the t- 2011 film Beastly. And then w- even within that, you need to know a very specific name that appears on a screen for like two seconds, oh. which is Miles Dalloway. Who we is Miles we Dalloway. really need to be keeping track of these T-shirt ideas. Uh, write that down so we somebody, a listener, so we can write it down. I'll make a note to myself. Who is Miles Dalloway merch? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna look at that note later you're gonna look at that note in like three months and, and be, like, be like what does this mean what does this mean what could this ever possibly mean which will be even better <laughs> who is miles dalloway oh god okay oh. and then my last question is um wait his dad and the servants know what's going on with the curse when did that happen because there's a point at the end towards the end where they're like he's talking to them about like Lindy and stuff and 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 um Will and Zola are like oh something about how they're running out of time and like yeah. they're running out of time and like I'm like wait what is wait so they know and I swear we never saw a conversation 
where he explained that he was cursed by a witch to them. And I'm yeah. like, wait, whoa. No, I, I don't think we ever did in the movie. That's what I'm saying. And so yeah. I was losing my mind because it felt like it came out of nowhere that they're just like on board with the fact that he was cursed by a witch. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 what? Uh, so does that in the book, is there this, do they know what's going on with that? Yes, they do. Um, and I, and I think, you know, fair enough in the book because the changes to his appearance in the book are, it's much more obvious that something supernatural or, or at least far weirder has right, happened. Right. Cause he's like a, he's, yeah, a, he's, he's, a he's like an animal yeah. man. Yeah. Um, manimal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> man animal. <laughs> Um, so it doesn't take long for Will to buy in. Uh, and Zola always believed him, but we will get to her later. Uh, I don't think his dad ever really believes him in the book, but he does try to tell his dad that he was cursed. Okay. Like pretty much right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to. And I, I mean, what else do you say after you've, after you've been transformed into a literal creature? Yeah. I guess, okay, to be fair, there is that line earlier where Will makes a joke and so I guess it's just we're supposed to assume he told them. It just seems crazy yeah. to me because there is that line where like uh, where uh, Neil Patrick Harris is throwing darts and he's like, how did, where'd you learn how to play darts? And he goes, I was cursed by a witch at a, a dart witch at a party. Or <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris is the worst part of this movie. And I don't even think I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's his fault. His lines are all awful. Yeah. Like all every all, line all he bad. has are all like either just terribly written or like disgusting and create like yeah. like kind of awful and then like his whole character arc is also really problematic and a whole he's just like yeah. a blind guy who like oh you can now you can see uh, it's just layers upon layers of, of like oof. oh there's, there's so much to unpack yes. with this property layers upon layers of oof there but like i guess so yeah and i guess the movie is just supposed to be like oh well he just told them and they just bought it like they just yeah. were like okay sure witch curse it's just that again it's just if he were a, an actual animal, you would need less explanation. Yes. As is, I don't understand yeah. that we that I I don't buy that the movie is just like hand waves that away is like yeah they're just like yeah witch curse sure fine sure. whatever that's what's going on it's just wild and eh, whatever that's all the questions I have let's see what Katie thought was better in the book. Uh, you like to read? Oh yes, I love to read. What do you like to read? everything okay first off i really didn't like how much the movie had kyle interacting with lindy up front like in the beginning of the story because they interact a lot at the beginning of this yeah and i get that the movie wants to set up the relationship because time is of the essence and as we've established we are moving at a breakneck oh pace. god yes yeah but I think it's a huge part of the point that he had never noticed her before. Yeah. Like be kind of right. before, like he gives her the flower, but even then he doesn't really like notice her and yeah. he doesn't really start to notice her until she comes to live with him. Again, we're just kind of missing the point here. Yeah. Um, the dialogue in this movie. Wow. It's bad. Wow. It's I, bad. I cannot stress enough that this entire movie is just quips. Especially in the first act. It gets yes. better. It gets, it gets a, little a little better, better it gets as a the little movie better. goes. But, yes, but like, especially the first couple conversations that Kyle and Lindy have, they're not even conversations. No. They're just exchanges of quips. It's 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 the worst, most try-hard film yeah. student dialogue I've oh, ever It's so heard. clearly and painfully written by an adult writer's room that has no idea what actual teenagers yes. or actual humans it's sound like. unbelievable. And like I had the same note. It's like, Jesus Christ, 
Christ. And the, and the pace of it, it's just like, yeah. it's like not like rapid it's fire, like rapid fire quips back and forth. It's just giving me a headache. I was like, this is, oh, this is awful. It's truly just, yeah, it doesn't sound like nobody talk. And again, it actually gets a little better as the movie goes yeah. on. And I, and, and it makes me wonder if that first act wasn't some weird, like, maybe that was a, like, it, it, it almost, it's not like it feels like two different movies. They still feel similar. Um, but it is like that first act or so of the movie is edited to hell in a way that's just a nightmare and is um, the dialogue is way worse. It's kind of bad throughout, but it's like way worse than that first act. And it was like, I wonder if these are like reshoots, like studio notes, like what is I don't know what's going on here, but man, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a scene in the book shortly after Kyle's transformed where he invites Sloan over because he's like, well. She's told me that she loves me before. Maybe if I invite her over and I like keep the lights low and I get her to say it, that'll work and that'll break the curse. And she like straight up tells him that she only ever said that because he was hot. Nice. Yeah. Um, movie Lindy. Mm. Not like other girls. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, big not like other girls. Big energy. big not like other girls energy. Like at the Halloween party. Where they're like watching Sloane and the other guy make out, and she's like, "Oh my god, look at that catty slut!" Whatever happened to romance? Ugh. When she's like, "Whatever happened to romance? Whatever happened to writing long form handwritten letters in big loopy rat?" And I was like, "Oh Please my god!" Please remove yourself from my presence because uh. uh, I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. I get what the movie's trying to do, but I honestly feel like it's maybe worse that kyle actively stalks lindy for months <laughs> yeah, before maybe. she comes to live at the house and again i understand that time is of the essence but it's so creepy he just like follows her around the city like lurking and watching her from across the street yep like what are we doing yep He's got to learn how to get juji fruit. He's got to learn about juji fruits, which is apparently her whole personality. Her whole personality is juji fruits, um, juji fruits and coffee. Juji fruits, coffee, and big loopy handwritten love letters. Yeah, that's, it. that's all. Oh, also that one uh, Coca Cola poem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the book actually utilizes like the magic mirror that he can use to to like look at anybody he wants. We see some iterations of that in the fairy hmm. tale, uh, which I know I thought was fun. Uh -huh. I think this movie probably would have made it really corny um, and not done a good job with it. But I did think that was like a fun element in the book. Uh -huh. In the book, he renames himself Adrian uh -huh. because Kyle is dead. Kyle is no more. <laughs> and Adrian means dark one. Nice. And I just what a what a drama queen edge lord. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Yeah. I hate it. I mean, I, I will say, look, I will say Hunter, he's like stalking her around the that's city. True. I think we're that going for true. a similar thing it's there. <laughs> it's maybe not quite as fun, like edgy, like yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a little it's more not, like not obvious. quite as an ed, an edge lord of thing. Yeah, because because Adrian, you gotta have that layer removed where it's like he, you know, you do. It's that thing where you look up what the word means in Latin and you use that. Yeah. You don't just use the word. Like I had a, I had a, <laughs> had a, in in one of my short films that I wrote, uh, in 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 college, I had a character. I can't remember what his name was, but his name was. He was an assassin, like a hitman, and his name, whatever it was, was like Latin for like. 
something terribly cringe. Mm. Anyways, so it's that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the J.K. Rowling school of naming characters. Yes. No, absolutely. A hundred percent. I hated Neil Patrick Harris in this. I know we already mentioned this, but I just, I just like hated everything about his character. He's like an even more insufferable and cynical version of his How I Met Your Mother character. Kind yes, of. Yes, kind of. I don't know if he's more insufferable from what I've seen of that show, but yes, <laughs> it's, it's a similar thing going on for sure. I just remembered what it was. Uh, I literally just put Hitman into Google Translate to Latin. So excited. And uh, his name was, uh, his last name was Ladovir. Which just means hitman in Latin. Nice. Was, no one would like, no one would ever suspect Christopher Ladovier or something like that. I can't remember what his that first man's name was. last name is Hitman. Do you think he could be the murderer? <laughs> but no. that's the op- That's what I'm saying here. Like here, like that's would be like if I had just named him Hitman, right? When you go with Hunter, right. whereas Adrian is like that layer removed where you're like you know it feels more um, more heady and and, uh, yeah. and and intelligent when it's just as stupid. <laughs> Just as stupid. <laughs> um, there's no library in this movie. How can you have Beauty and the Beast with yeah. no library? Yeah, that is pretty in this wild. Day and we don't age. do the library at all. Um, the their library is in the book, and oh, yeah? she she loves reading. Um, it's kind of her whole personality in the book, but her whole personality in the movie is juicy fruit. So pretty much, yeah. But I can't figure out like. Like, what does he like about her in the movie? Because in the book, they like... What he likes about her in the movie is that it's Vanessa Hudgens. Have you seen her? Fair enough. Because they, like, in the book, they, like, read stuff together and they, like, bond over that. Yeah. Right? And I I don't know what he likes about her in the movie. Yeah. He likes it as Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, Yeah, I guess. And he likes that she's got dark hair and she's not a dumb blonde. That's, like, literally, I think, all it is. He's he's his tastes have matured. Mm. He's now into women yes. with dark hair dark instead hair. of blonde hair. <sighs> that just the way. <laughs> uh, and I guess the end of the book is better because the end of the movie is nothing, and it makes no sense. Sweet. As as we've discussed, I, 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 it kind of by default would have to be. I, I don't know how it could possibly be worse. All right, let's go ahead and find out what Katie thought was better in the movie. My life has taught me one lesson, Hugo, and not the one I thought it would. Happy endings only happen in the movies. I liked that the movie changed the name of the school to Buckthorn. Mm-hmm. I thought that sounded like uh, more like a schmancy prep school. In the book, the school is called Tuttle. Yeah. Buckthorn's definitely, yeah. But yeah, Buckthorn is better. Yeah. I liked that the movie aged up the main characters a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, when the book starts, Kyle is a freshman in high school, and I think that's kind of a wild age to demand that someone find their true love. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're 15. Better get out there and find your figure true love, out. bud. Figure it out. It definitely makes it works better when it's. Uh... Yeah, it, yeah, it's not like it's a lot better, but it's a little better when it's you're like a little a senior, better when right? you're like a senior. Yeah. I wasn't sure at first why the movie bothered changing Magda's name to Zola, mm-hmm. but I looked it up, and Magda is a Hebrew name, and Zola is an African name, so there was at least a little effort there to like add to her backstory right. and kind of flesh that out. 
Uh, I liked the scene where Kyle's like freaking out and he keeps seeing Kendra and everyone who's passing by like Mm -hmm. as he's getting cursed. I thought that was interesting. I thought it made sense to shorten the length of the curse to one year because it's two years in the book and that just felt a little random and arbitrary to me. Well, I feel like it's maybe because he's a freshman. And right, he has to he get, has he has to get to, to, get he has to, to an get appropriate to age. age to, yeah, <laughs> I feel like maybe that's why. Just have him be old when it <laughs> yeah, starts. That's the only thing I can think. Mm. Um, okay, so initially I wrote down, I don't hate the tree tattoo thing. I thought it was fine. It's a semi-interesting visual cue. I thought it was an interesting kind of nod to like the rose look. Right, yeah, yeah, that was fine. Um, and then there was the little scene where it has Christmas lights on <laughs> it. And I was like, actually, maybe I do hate I this. I don't know. It's, you know, it, you're already at a point where this movie's not, you can't take it too seriously. So yeah. the Chris, I was like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> it made me chuckle. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> uh, the moment when they're watching Sloan at the Halloween party. Uh, she's talking about how being around Kyle made her mean. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I liked that it gave her a little bit of actual character because she's very one-dimensional in the book. Like she's just a dumb, mean girl. Yeah. No, I I agree. I thought that was yeah something at least. Yeah, I like that in the movie. Lindy's dad is less of like a cartoon character. Like he's just a a bad guy in the book. Like Mm. he's the drug addict and like he hits lindy and like he's angry all the time like he's just he's like a cartoon character like i said and i liked that in the movie he clearly cares about her but he cannot get his life together Mm -hmm. which is a much more nuanced and sympathetic depiction of drug addiction yeah absolutely and uh, the book's depiction overall of what lindy's life is like is in general very like maudlin it's like every stereotype about living in a rough neighborhood slammed together in a way that was obviously not critically examined at all. Yeah. Like there's one moment where it's storming and she like wakes up because she thought the lightning was gunfire. And first off, I don't know who's confusing those two, right, quite those frankly. Don't sound um, anything no. Like. And then uh Kyle's like, oh, I wonder if she'd heard gunfire at night where she was from. You mean a couple blocks away? Like, what what are we talking about here? I didn't hate the scene where Kyle is like running through a bunch of expensive gifts, like giving like expensive gifts to Lindy before he figures out that he has to buy her stuff. She'll actually like. Right. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting way to at least like attempt to show character growth. Yeah. I liked that the movie put the greenhouse on the roof. In the book, it's in the backyard. I thought rooftop greenhouse was cooler. Especially because they're in New York City, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The book does contain some moderately uncomfortable exploration of Kyle's sexual desires for Lindy. You know, it is what it is. It's just a little uncomfortable to read. Okay. Didn't hate the zoo scene. I in the movie i thought that was that just scene. pretty good and, and the book really doesn't go into how much kyle is obviously traumatized by his mother abandoning him yeah so i thought a little expl- exploration of that was warranted yep it's the movie at its best i have a yeah. note about it later yeah. But yeah i thought the letter was cute um it's a cute idea uh-huh. uh, and it has like a setup and a payoff and everything it's not handled perfectly but it is yeah. there's a yeah it's it's a, yeah, there's but a it, good it's, thought it's there it's handled yeah. a little better than a lot of other things yes yes uh, I also preferred how the movie ended for Kendra specifically. 
I like the little tease at the end that his dad is going to like get his comeuppance. Right. And in the book, the book, the way the book ended for her was very strange. In the book, it's revealed that Kendra was actually Magda in disguise. And Magda is Zola. Zola. And and as a dovetail to that, I also preferred that Zola just got to be her own character yeah. in the yeah. movie. Um, so we reveal that Kendra was actually Magda slash Zola. Uh, and then it's revealed that Kendra was being punished by her family or by like a council of witches. Unclear. Uh, and then when Kyle breaks the curse, that allows her to rejoin them. And then she turns into a crow and flies away with a flock of crows. Okay. Now, Alex Flynn does have more books that are centered around Kendra or that at least feature her. I'm not really 100% sure. So maybe this ending works better within that larger context. But at the end of this book specifically, it felt like a very weird non sequitur that she decided to shoehorn in at the last second. Like there was not really any buildup to any of this. Yeah. Just kind of happened at the end. It could be an interesting conceit. I don't hate that idea of like that being the a connective tissue between like a series of these kind of books, like mm -hmm. the 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 quote unquote evil witch, like yeah. being like yeah. going off on another thing, and or you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I think there's an which interesting I think idea. is the kind of conceit of this. I've never read any of the rest of them. I know specifically there's like a Rapunzel one yeah. that she has. That could be interesting. Yeah. Potentially, but yeah, in in a vacuum, in without you know, yeah, in a vacuum, it felt very strange. Okay. Uh, and lastly, um, I have some big oof moments. Oh boy! From this book, uh, we talked about the flowing black clothes that you usually only see on witches or terrorists. Yeah. Um, there's also a moment before when they're like getting ready for the dance. Kyle's like getting ready with his friend, and he's like, "You ever think school dances are like?" a form of legalized prostitution because we like buy stuff for them and then they put out oh, and i was like classic. my brother in christ well but uh, is that when he sucks yes that is when he sucks that's fine then it was still a little oofy to me yeah it could be oofy but he's he's an oofy guy that's why he's got to learn to not suck that's the All kind right. of take a shithead should have like All that's... right fair enough uh another good one here when Kyle is being like shuttled around by his dad to different doctors, we get this little moment where he says, I dressed like a Middle Eastern woman with robes covering my body and face. A Middle Eastern woman. So very similar to the terrorist clothes from before. Uh, not exactly the same, but kind of in the same vein yeah. of like, the islamophobia just kind of like era. Yeah, just kind of like weird like, like why yeah. did you say it like that yeah uh, i have to read this full quote because this was just chef's kiss um so this is after kyle has transformed uh and he's looking out the window being maudlin um and he thinks to himself in the street below a homeless guy trudged by with an enormous backpack on his shoulders what was it like to be him, to have no one expect, to have no one want anything from you? Yeah, my, no, my guy, that well, is not the take. Unhoused people famously never have anybody that wants or uh, they, expects they anything. Live they have very... zero connections to any human beings. They're just kind of existing in a vacuum. They have very unencumbered, uh, yeah. very carefree, carefree lives. lives. Just, you know, un yeah, unencumbered from the expectations or, or uh, you know, 
desires of any other human beings. Nobody else cares. Yeah, obviously they just kind of wander on the wind. That's yeah. that's yeah. what homeless people do. Yep. Uh, I mentioned the mirror earlier. That the mirror is in this. Uh, he does use it to spy on people naked. It's very charming. Um, oh, and then God, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, last thing here <laughs> when he meets Will. Will shows up. He's blind. Kyle thinks to himself, I'd never met a blind person before, though I'd seen them on the subways. All right, that's it for Better in the Movie. Let's find out what the movie nailed. As I expected, practically perfect in every way. Uh, Kyle's dad is a famous news anchor. And his co-anchor does get fired near the beginning of the book because she gained baby weight, or so his dad says. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does basically just ignore Kyle. We kind of talked about that. Yeah. Uh, I was a little perplexed by the news anchor thing for like part of the book as I was reading it because I was like, hey, he's a super rich news anchor. That I, but I guess he's like a news anchor on like CNN or something. I was thinking of like local news and I was like, how's this accomplished? <laughs> Wait, how is what accomplished? Becoming like a super famous, super wealthy news anchor. I guess maybe if they are in New York City, maybe local news anchors are like. Yeah, maybe. He's like obscenely wealthy, though. Like they just have money for days. Yeah, yeah. He's probably like a Fox News anchor. They're based out of New York. Could be. Hmm. Okay. Kyle does invite Kendra to the dance just to like fuck with her. uh, And then he mocks her in front of everyone when she shows up. Um, his dad does get overzealous trying to cure him and then locks him away in an old house and basically abandons him mm-hmm. and hires him a blind tutor. Uh, Kyle does go out on Halloween because no one will care what he looks like on Halloween. Uh, he has to let Lindy go because her dad gets sick. Yep. Uh, she does friend zone him and <laughs> quote unquote, uh, quote unquote yeah. and Will does get his sight back at the end of the book. Okay. And does uh, Magda's, or is there the green card kids? Well, thing? it doesn't matter because she was Kendra. Oh, she that's wasn't right. Real. Right, 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 right. I forgot about that. Yep. All right. We got a handful of odds and ends before we get to the final verdict. Moment one of this movie, the, the like opening music started playing, and it, it was like, aggressively upsetting from moment one because it was it's to me it sounded like a weird bad version of toxic i don't know what yeah, that song i don't was. know what it was but i, I did when, when he's like opens up and he's like exercising and staring at himself in the mirror and the lyrics of the song are like look at me yes and i was like oh this bodes well yes <laughs> always bodes well when the music matches what the character's explicitly doing explicitly matches what is happening not no subtlety to yeah. it at all just literally no, not exactly like not like is... it matches the mood or the no, vibe no, no, like the song the, is the literally physical stating you're seeing the physical action happening on screen yes always bodes well uh, what on earth was that giant marker that Kendra had? It must be a real type of marker. It but was it, the biggest marker was, I've ever seen. And it was seen. like perfectly cylindrical. Yes. Like the, it was a very And it was like a marker. pastel orange. I, it was a highlighter, I guess, right? I guess. It was, it was a bit, yeah, it was interesting. I've never seen a marker like that in my life. I kind of want one. I think it's, yeah, maybe it's like a paint marker or something, like a specific yeah. type of like paint marker yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. 
uh, there's a moment in this movie where Kyle's talking to Will and he's like, uh, chicks don't date ugly guys. And I was like, I chicks in fact this do. This chicks I'm it, they in fact do date ugly guys. They do it all the time. Turns out I've done it. All of my friends have done it. Yep. Happens every day, my guy. All kinds of people date all kinds of people. It's just you just <laughs> it's just yeah. Did you catch uh the little scene? It's one of the first times he's watching Vanessa Hudgens when he's stalking her in the street. And she's bopping down the street and she's got her coffee and her headphones. Yeah. And all of the sudden, she randomly starts singing aloud as she's walking down the street. Yeah. And then like does this exaggerated like <laughs> hand clap to her mouth and yeah. like looks oh around? My God, did anybody hear like, me sing? Uh, did anyone just hear me be the main character? <laughs> uh, yeah. How embarrassing. It is, yeah. Oh, I cringed out of my entire body. Yeah. Yeah, we've I've talked at length about how the editing in this movie is just atrocious, in my opinion. It's just like it's it's the movie is hacked within an inch of its life, but even like and that's just the whole thing, but even smaller, like within the action scenes. The scene where Kyle saves her from like when the drug dealer interaction mm -hmm. is going down is edited in a way that you cannot tell what is yeah. happening. It's just chaos on screen. It's chaos, and maybe that's maybe uh, who knows? Maybe that's a fault. Maybe they didn't get the coverage they needed. Yeah. Maybe maybe it is. Maybe they did get the coverage they needed, but the editor just did a hack job. On, who knows? Maybe maybe the editor did a great job, and then the studio came back and said, "I who knows?" But whatever happened, fucking nightmare. That, that scene <laughs> just doesn't make any sense. You like he saves her, and then runs her back to the apartment and then he comes back and her dad's there and there's a it's just, it's you cannot tell what transpired it's just like it's chaos it's crazy i kind of mentioned this earlier but i thought it was a shame that like the conceit with the way kyle looks in this doesn't really make like it doesn't pan out yeah because i thought the makeup looked pretty yeah. good like yeah. the application's pretty clean yeah no it looks the design is interesting yeah. um and looks fairly realistic yeah it's put on pretty well yeah no I, yeah overall, like they, they got the skin like the translucency and everything pretty good yeah no i agree and i mentioned it earlier but i uh, numerous times throughout this movie i thought vanessa hudgens I, and i don't think anybody's terrible no maybe neil patrick harris but yeah. i think that's mostly his dialogue more than him uh, is that I and I specifically thought that Vanessa Hudgens was pretty good in this movie, and I was like, I don't know if I've ever actually seen her in anything. I was realizing, I like, I don't I know if I don't I've feel like she's done anything. a ton of stuff like since this era, because yeah. this is a, a. I think this might have been still like mid, uh, the High School Musical series, or maybe like immediately. I didn't even know what she's from. So high School I, Musical, yeah, that was okay. how she was like. She was in like yeah. Disney stuff, um, and specifically High School Musical. Right. Yeah, but anyways, I was like, yeah, she's pretty good in this. I thought she was fine uh, doing about the best she could with some pretty yeah. mediocre yeah. <laughs> uh, content. Uh, she's also a very deep sleeper yes. in this. She like at one point falls asleep on the roof and Kyle carries her back down like I don't even know how many flights of stairs yeah. and puts her in bed and tucks her in. I don't think I've slept that deep in my entire life. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to how out of pocket the random tertiary character names were in this book, because everybody else's name is pretty normal. And then now these are all characters that we don't meet or interact with. They're just mentioned. Mm -hmm. So we have Wimberly, not Kimberly, Wimberly, Wimberly, amazing, 
We have Graydon. Yeah. Not I, Grayson. No. Graydon. I know a Graydon. I say you I, know, know a I don't Graydon? know him in person, but I, I know of a Graydon. And then we have Bronwyn Kreps. That's a name. Now, I know Bronwyn is a real name. It's an uncommon name. Yeah. But I know it's a real name. But the fact that it's paired with Kreps, I was like, what are we doing? Incredible. <laughs> uh, my last note here, at the very end of the book, Lindy is eating Cheetos. And she's eating them with, a, she's having her snack of Cheetos with a glass of milk. And uh, listen, I grew up in the Midwest in the 90s. I'm no hater on milk, but this did ring pretty odd to me. My Cheetos and my milk. I, I drink milk with literally everything, or I, I used to especially. I will drink milk with literally, I'm a big fan as a kid, milk with Chinese food, milk with mm -hmm. pizza, milk with all... Again, good med Midwest uh, we, we child. Were really, we were just out here guzzling dairy. Yes, I drank milk with every meal as a kid, but I, I don't think I would ever just eat some Cheetos and drink a glass of no, milk. Of I all the combinations, that is maybe either. one of the lowest on the list of things. I used to dunk pizza crust in milk. I've been there. I ha I can say this, all right? But yeah, uh, Cheetos and milk does not no. no. And the other really weird thing to me in this moment is that the book specifically says she's eating a box of Cheetos. Have you ever seen I've Cheetos never seen in a Cheetos box? Come in a box. I'm I've not saying never, it's impossible. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I've never seen Cheetos in a box. Truly, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. Maybe you could have. No, I was gonna say like maybe like a movie theater, but I don't think so. I don't like think I don't. So yeah, no idea. Let us know. If you've ever seen Cheetos in a box. I don't think I have. I I truly, I was trying to think back. I'm sure maybe, but I just, I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, so my last couple notes here is kind of just on the actual like effectiveness of the movie is that I think the movie's biggest flaw for me, mm -hmm. one of the biggest flaws is that it just, he just goes kind of from an awful person to like fine. Yeah. Pretty much instantly. And before he even like speaks to her. Like before he even yeah. really knows her. Yeah. Like once she's in the house, all of his character growth happens before they like have a conversation. Yeah. Like once she's living there. Yeah. Which is like crazy to me. Like she isn't part of his transformation, which is something that the Disney movie at least manages to accomplish in a in, in an even shorter <laughs> movie. I think. I think the Disney movie's probably shorter than this movie is. I would think, or at least like like lengthwise. Like yeah. Um. How long was this? One twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. It's around yeah, the same. Yeah, it's around the same, probably. But um, but like it just that that was really stuck out to me is that like she's not part of his growth. No. He by the time they speak together for the first time and like like have uh, they've had conversations, but ooh, she doesn't like know who he is or anything mm -hmm. like that. By the time she, they actually have a conversation after she's like living with him he has like gone through all the character growth he will go through pretty much. Mm -hmm. It's at least that was it's what I got from the movie, which I thought was just a huge mistake. Um, but then my final note, and I've kind of alluded to this is that I really do think there's like an edit of this movie that would kind of work. I'm not saying it would be like a good movie, yeah. but I think it could work. I think there are some nice moments. You mentioned the zoo scene. I actually like it quite a bit. I think it's a pretty good in concept and like not terrible in execution. I think it's not perfect, but I think it, 
there's some stuff going on there. I think the acting is fine. I think the chemistry between the two leads is like okay. Yeah. It's not like incredible, but I it's actually, like actually it's Shelby messaged me at one point and said she thought their chemistry was the movie's only saving grace. Yeah, it's not like okay. <laughs> like it's not again, I don't think it's like amazing yeah. or anything, but I think it's fine. Um, and those moments like the zoo scene and and uh, the, even like the poetry, like a couple of those scenes like actually work pretty well together um, when the movie manages to slow down and take a yes. fucking breath yeah. and like let the characters just like have uh, yeah. a conversation and not just be chaos and not, like, on screen and like or like quipping at each other, but like actually have conversations. <laughs> it's like, wow, this actually kind of works. Um and so if they did that, just re-edit. I don't even think you would need to reshoot any. You would need to reshoot the ending because that's the other thing. And then change the ending to where he stays, quote unquote, beastly. But she stays in love with him. And yeah. like, despite the fact that, you know, because she fell in love with him looking like that, he doesn't need to change back to the other thing. He can just be that person and he can be in love. And then you're now telling a different story. You're actually sending a message that is interesting and matters. And is that it truly is, you know, about like finding a bond with a person and not just like what they look like, which again, the, the message is still there, but it just, I really think the movie undercuts it by having them change back. Yeah. Well, especially because they just made him a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, so I think if you just re-edit the beginning of this movie, um, there's a lot of pretty bad ADR and like some of the 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 the, the way this this the second to second editing is also pretty rough even throughout the movie. But like just rework the first act, slow it down, give us more time, at which I bet that footage exists. I bet mm -hmm. it's just always cut from the movie. Just In, like Miles Dalloway. Yes, yeah. It, within each scene, slow down don't don't not quips constantly let scenes breathe a little bit more like the zoo scene and some of the other scenes that actually work and then tweak the ending to where and i think you stick with the the drug dealer maybe scene maybe i don't even mind the machu picchu like yeah thing. i don't I, even really mind the way the movie ends except for that last scene where, where she, she rushes it just doesn't and, make any sense yeah. yeah and like yeah have her like she's going away on that trip and he like lets her leave and then maybe she leaves and the time and you could even do your rushing back through the airport thing. She, he lets her leave. Yeah. He knows time is ticking down. He has seconds, but he lets her leave. She leaves. And then at the last second, and then time ends. Curse is complete. She comes back like or, or something happens and she like comes back and and then we get like the rushing through the air, like the, the actual fake ending that yeah. they filmed. She comes rushing back and it's like, I have to tell you I love you or something like that. But it's too late already yeah we've already missed the time window and he smiles and they kiss yeah and he stays but it's fine but it's fine because they're in love the end like what, what are we doing it's so easy <laughs> like it just seems so easy i just uh unbelievable all right before we get to the final verdict i wanted to remind everybody that you can head over to facebook twitter instagram goodreads any of those social media platforms let us know what you thought of beastly we would love to hear your opinions super interested to hear what people have to say about this book and movie. Also, if you want to do this favor, you can get over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you're listening to us. Um, we're in the process. It's not up yet. We're in the process of up backloading this entire podcast to YouTube. So yeah. if you want to listen on YouTube, it will be there eventually. Uh, it's still uploading and we've got to deal with some copyright stuff where we're sorting out. But hopefully, at least the vast majority of episodes, hopefully, um, 
will be on YouTube before too long. Uh, so we'll keep you updated on that. And then finally, if you really want to support us, you can head over to patreon.com slash this film is lit. Support us there for, you know, a couple bucks a month. Get access to bonus content, all that good stuff. Priority recommendations. Go check it out. You can read about all the different things you can get. Katie, it's time for the final verdict. Now, uh, are you ready for your sentence? Sentence? But there must be a verdict first. Sentence first. Verdict afterwards. Earlier, you mentioned ways that you thought the movie's messaging could have been improved. One of which was that being friends with your romantic partner is important, and Lindy's friendship with Kyle shouldn't be scoffed at or considered inconsequential. I had some similar thoughts while reading the book. There's a point where Kyle thinks to himself, a friendship wasn't good enough to break the spell. And upon reading that, I thought, okay, but it should be. And wouldn't that have been the far more interesting, far more modern retelling of Beauty and the Beast? Kyle could have been saved by Lindy loving him through friendship. He could have been saved by the love and support he got from Magda and Will. Could have, should have. Instead, both the book and the movie gave us a pretty tired take on the tale as old as time. The book sticks much closer to the fairy tale, almost literally just transposing everything about it onto 2007 New York City. It's interesting at times, but not especially unique. The book sells itself like it's treading new territory, but really it's not. I'd like to be able to commend the movie for branching off from some of the more expected elements, but most of those changes didn't really pan out. Changing Kyle's cursed appearance, updating the way that Lindy comes to stay with him, changing the ending so that Kyle doesn't almost die, all of that stuff could have been engaging in theory, but the movie seemed almost aggressively uninterested in doing anything of note with those changes. At the end of the day, I found myself pretty equally unenchanted by both the book and the movie. I always kind of hate to do this, but I gotta call this one a draw. Fair enough. Katie, what's next? Uh, up next, we are switching gears, uh, I think. <laughs> I don't really know a lot about this movie. <laughs> what I do know looks interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, we're doing a film called Secretary, <laughs> 2002 film based on a short story of the same name by Mary Gateskill. Secretary, the movie that walked so Fifty Shades of Grey yes. could trip and faceplant <laughs> into a bucket full of nails. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Should be interesting. I'm sure we will have some further <laughs> thoughts on how it compares to 50 shades uh, I, yeah i'm interested to watch this or to, to get into this one because i i've heard of this movie i have not seen it i know vaguely um what it's about i know who it stars and uh, yeah i've heard yeah. it is it is the movie that people recommend instead of watching 50 shades of gray generally speaking uh i'm sure it's got its own issues but we'll get yeah. into all that yeah <laughs> Uh, and the, the, the short story is from Mary Gateskill's collection, Bad Behavior. 
if you're looking for it. There you go. All right, that'll be two weeks' time. But in one week's time, we've got our prequel where we'll learn a little bit more about Secretary and hear everything you all had to say about Beastly until God, that time. Please say please things. Say please things. say things about Beastly. Can't wait I want to hear all it. of the things you say. <laughs> until that time, guys, gals, non binary pals, and everybody else. Keep reading books, keep watching movies, and keep being awesome. awesome.